Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we're discussing Evidence of Malice, which is episode 19 from season 12 and originally aired on the 28th of March, 1996. And this episode was suggested by the Duchess of Cabot Cove, which is an Instagram account comparing Kate Middleton's outfits with <laughs> Jessica Fletcher's Los Angeles. It is, it is great. And honestly, it's pretty spot on. Yes. Highly recommend a follow because it's, it is very accurate and it's, it's a good, really good account. Yes. And thank you to Duchess of Cabot Cove for picking this one. So who do you think is our writer for this episode? Skoik? Van Skoik? It isn't Skoik. I will say there's a, a little brief giveaway here when we see somebody's head wound. Robert, Tom Sawyer, Robert Sawyer? Tom Sawyer, that's right. So Tom Sawyer has written 24 episodes. <laughs> uh, and You're right, we- I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, for if it's your first time listening to us, Tom Sawyer's written a number of episodes that all feature some sort of gruesome thing in it. He loves a gory detail, I think, Tom Sawyer. So we've got Broadway Malady, Joshua Peabody Died Here, Possibly, No Laughing Murder, and The Family Jewels. So, Evidence of Malice. This episode is set in Cabot Cove and Deputy Andy Broom, played by Lewis Hertham, has just bought a house for him and his fiance Patty, played by Jennifer Parsons. Unfortunately, he has bought the house from his arch nemesis, Fred Berrigan, played by Vito Ruganis, who also runs the local shoe company, Warehouse Factory, along with his wife, Meg Berrigan, played by Stephanie Dunham. And Fred is kind of a drunk and a kind of lazy guy and not a very nice person. And the house he sold to Andy has loads of problems with it. Fred is caught drunk driving in the beginning by Sheriff Mort Metzger, played by Ron Masick, and goes around basically treating everybody badly, except for his new employee, Wendy Arnold, played by Colleen Coffey, who's, who's pretty hot and very scheming uh wendy is sort of dating george parkins played by tim ransom uh george's mom hannah parkins played by monica parker runs the cafe or is running the cafe at the moment also on the scene is leather dealer craig haber played by lawrence monison who seems to be in cahoots with wendy um they're trying to scheme uh against fred wendy sets up isaac meadham played by rick lens to take the fall for signing some invoices that she actually had signed off and so fred fires isaac in the very beginning of an episode of the episode a guy called leverett boggs his body is found leverett had been working for fred and so they find the body and then later on fred is found dead as well and all signs point to andy broom everybody thinks that andy is trying to first thinking that he was setting up fred to take the blame for leverett boggs's death and that he had then killed fred in a jealous rage because apparently they've been rivals since high school also involved in this (laughs) 
episode is Dr. Seth Hazlitt, played by William Wyndham. Anyways, there's a lot of detail to go into this one. It's a 90s one. But it turns out that actually who had killed Fred and Leverett was Meg Berrigan, Fred's wife, because she was embezzling money from the company through a floppy disk file Mm -hmm. called NORCOM, which actually stood for North Camaras Islands Bank or something like that. And so she was trying to stash away money and Leverett apparently had found out about it and was going to knock her out. So she killed him. And then Fred was kind of getting wise to it as well. But she'd purposefully set it up on Fred's computer. So if it was ever discovered, he would take the fall. Anyways... Our, our lone fun fact for this episode is one of the characters claims someone is gaslighting him. So it's Isaac that says that, meaning that someone wants him to think he's going crazy. This term came from Gaslight from 1944, which was Angela Lansbury's first movie. So there we go. I love that movie. It's a great movie. But it's also interesting to know that people were using that terminology in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. I know because I feel like people use it all the time now without knowing mm-hmm. that it like where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And it's uh what was really funny is I was on a call with um I think some people from the UK and they hadn't heard that term before for some oh, reason. Really? And I don't know why that one person hadn't heard it. And he said, I hear me hearing a lot of Americans use that term and I'm not familiar with it. Comes up on Real Housewives quite a bit. <laughs> it does. It does. Quite, what they're quite all claiming that they're gaslighting each yeah. other. Yeah. They've it, been gaslit consistently. Like... Or if they haven't been gaslit, someone's gaslighting someone else and they're trying to give them a heads up. Yeah, it, it comes up a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I did. I did. I did notice that he used that phrase and I was like, oh, yeah. It's such a good phrase, though. It's, like, very evocative, I think. I know it's too early to try to do this, but I am so curious to see what age ain't nothing but a number is because in my notes I wrote that I thought, like, Andy and Fred were, it was, they were, like, kind of too old to be beefing like this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I guess you're never too old in uh, Cabot Co. We know the men are, but no, you're right. And uh, you know what I'd like us to start? Sure, yes, yes. My first note is Fred equals, and then all caps, beret. Yes. (laughs) My first note is Fred Bergen's hat and sweater work is insane. But I actually Mm -hmm. mean that in a positive. I liked it. I said that guy's hat and soul curl. Yes. Yes. Solo curl. I mean, I I loved his hat work and (laughs) hair Well, same hat. Oh, you're right. I mean, I guess he paired it with different sweaters along yeah. the way, but he did a real like, like day to night outfit change. <laughs> <laughs> Jacket beret. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like a beret. It's like you don't see a man in a beret that often, but it, it is like a nice looking hat. It just looks like it's so unusual. Well, like wasn't it, there like a gold bit to it? Like a there was a, a little brooch. brooch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really, really into it. And then the sweater that he wears when he gets pulled over for 
drunk driving is very similar to the one that he's wearing at the warehouse the next day. And I was like, did he sleep in that sweater or is it a mm. new, very similar looking sweater? Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, the clothing yeah. choice was, I also <laughs> kind of liked when he got beamed in the head by his wife that he was wearing the beret when that yeah. happened. That just felt like a little bit of a chef's kiss. Look, as the, I feel the, like a thesis could be written on the beret. <laughs> but it was just like, I guess a beret is in the helmet. Like that wasn't going to protect his head, but just the fact that right. when he fell, he had the head wound and still that beret on his head. It was I mean, like... it was... well, and it's interesting because he, he owns a shoe company. But that's yeah. not what everyone's talking about. They're talking about that old beret. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, the first, I mean, I've seen this episode a bunch of times, but when I rewatched it with, with you guys, the first rewatch, I thought he was a property owner. I mean, I mm. knew he worked at the warehouse too. Also, then when I watched it with Ashley, we thought it was Downey's footwear. Uh-huh. Down East footwear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only reason I noticed that Weirdly, the episode we just did for last week for, for Murder Takes the Bus, that coach company was called Down East Coaches. Mm-hmm. And this was called oh. Down East Shoes. And I was like, so I that's the only reason I clocked it. Cause I, but it sounds like they're saying Down East. Yeah. Well, no, there's a, in one brief moment, they show a sign in front of the warehouse that says Down East. But if I thought it was Down East. Right, right. Time. Yeah easy to miss but oh my gosh and the part that bugged me well there was a a couple things I actually really really like this episode but the inspector comes back to Andy with all the issues in the house it's flooded kitchen and basement termite damage and Andy's like none of that showed up on an earlier inspection I was like there's no way (laughs) I'm sorry there's no way I really like Andy but there's absolutely no way Andy's a bit of a sad sack in this episode, which is disappointing yeah. because yeah. I like Andy I and too. I think he's like often capable, but it's it's annoying to watch because you're just like, and he's like at the beginning when he lets Fred off for drunk driving, it's like, that's not Andy's call. Like, you know, like that's, you know, he's done something illegal that's endangering the public. It's not yeah. for you to like, let him go. Also, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to start this so early, but I'm just going to say it. I think (laughs) Patty really brings him down. And I feel like I just did not care for her. And I feel like it was her fault that they bought the house because she said that she loved it more than he did. And sorry, I just wasn't here for Patty. And I think Andy could do better. She also had like a constant frown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a there's a rough part of this episode that you know I think this segues nicely because Patty is a perpetrator of it. Uh, Wendy is the brown tones on the makeup in this uh, episode. It's yeah. like a brown blush, brown eyeshadow, brown yeah. like matte lipstick. I yeah. like there's not even like an eyeliner to be seen. It looks like people aren't even wearing mascara. I was like, why put makeup on if you're just trying to make your face look more like just sort of 
it's like almost trying to make yourself like I don't even know look like you rubbed your face in a bunch of sand and <laughs> like I'm ready it's to all, go was, out yeah it was also just a very dark episode like clothing and like visually but that you're right with the makeup and the clothing like it was all I don't know but makeup I thought would add some brightness well it's not very flattering like it's like mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like I'm not saying you have to wear makeup like and you can wear brown but like I, I don't think brown blush really does anything necessarily it doesn't like bring anything out and then like it's not like, like contouring like now no. or like yeah. even just I don't know it was just it was weird because they really overly made up Wendy but then they hadn't yeah. done anything to like I don't know like like sort of sharpen out any of her features so it all kind of makes yeah. it all blend together and so I just was like oh no and I kind of felt bad because it's like it's like these women are probably totally cute and it's just they've just sort of made them so like of the time and not a fun way <laughs> like, yeah it's made them look yeah. like kind of older women and like they're probably not even that old but Sorry, I don't mean to make fun of the makeup. I mean, we all look, I mean, God, I wore a lot of like pearlescent tones in my day, which I'm oh, sure yeah. is. Oh, yeah. And then I Megan love the chocolate brown lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do a lip liner first or just uh, the lipstick? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, like a light okay. beige and then you blend it or just like a super dark. Yeah, Glennis mm. is right. I loved a dark like a brown lip yes yeah yeah did you wear any other like makeup on top or just the lip because sometimes I think like people just wear just the lip but I didn't know I would like to hope that I wore mascara but like the lip is what really stands out as like what I was wearing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes like a frosty I I mean, it is insane how much frosting was popular at one time because it's like, it really isn't very, like, it's like Mm -hmm. a nice accent. Like, if you're just, you know, you do a little frost, you know, but like Glitta said, you know, the videos the lady does where she's doing her makeup while she's reviewing the movie, while she's recapping the movie. There's one where she's doing what she's doing. It must be from like late 90s, early 2000s. And she's like, I think it was her. And then she's like, oh, and then you get to your eyebrows and she's like, but of course, nobody cares about eyebrows. You just leave them alone. You pluck them to death and you leave them alone. And it's like, it was so true. She's like, it's just a nice, thick, (laughs) non-blend on the chin. It was really rough. And I remember a lot of like shimmer, like I had a really white, like shimmery. It's just like pearl. Yes pearly and I would like I look great <laughs> but I like in that video too she she does the zigzag uh part yeah, yeah. bag it <laughs> yeah I had this one uh, mac eyeshadow that was like I think it was called crystal and it like in different light like purple or blue or and I so just fun. thought that was just like the sexiest eyeshadow on the planet yeah, I was like, I look was. like a million bucks and mm-hmm. just my eyelids, no mascara, no eyeliner. And I didn't touch my eyebrows. No, there was a point, like, honestly, it's hard for like 
like young people like Glennis to realize this, there was a point in time where nobody cared about their eyebrows. Where the whole point of eyebrows was to make them disappear on your face. Right, uh-huh. it's like they cared about it, but it was like you were supposed to have them like pencil thin. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It was um. It was a different time. It and then like yeah. I mean yeah. But yes, I loved it. So I guess I shouldn't be so mean to Patty for that. I wasn't coming for her for her makeup. I was coming for her for her personality. For her attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm coming for really them is. for her, for their yeah. makeup. Cause I'm like, this looks bad guys. Like, it, like why bother putting on all this eyeshadow and not doing like a little liner to kind of bring out your eyes a, just a little bit. I just like felt a little like, bit. yeah, I don't know. I just found her, like she brought the whole room down. But she was so fun. She was such a fun, like, smart. I was like, what the heck? He's like, how did I land her? You're like, no, no, no. Also, guys, everybody's too old. (laughs) Are they? Is that the... the Too old for these shenanigans? I just mean it's like... Right. You know, they're not 21, you know? And this is like some real sweet young, like, you know everybody's a practical adult you get a proper surveyor and also it's like i don't know anything about termites i feel like i could tell if there was termite damage that bad on a house that doesn't just happen overnight there Mm -mm. that would have been there on a previous inspection yeah that whole thing really bugged me just because i thought there were things that they could do and if this is your sworn nemesis then don't buy a house from him i mean Uh 100 i don't know and then it was really weird it was a mix of people thinking that he was a Fred was a great guy like a lot of people seem to think that and then a lot were like oh he's he's bad so it was weird that there would be such a difference it was a funny one because also at some point later on in the episode even Andy's like oh like I know that Fred can be a bit of like a scoundrel but I've never known him to be a liar and it's like "Eh, hasn't he lied this like almost this whole time uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm sure uh-huh. he's cheating on his wife and not doing any work and but then I guess when Wendy hits on him at the factory or sort of whatever she does yeah he does oh, that was so really weird. engaged so weird. but he's like but also oh god okay so my favorite part of that she's going around ruining everybody's I life love and then you're like love it and uh, right Wendy, when she keeps going up to George and George is like, he keeps being like, oh, is it a goof? Oh, is it another goof? And it's like, ah, there's a lot of goofing in this factory. <laughs> I love her. Because what was her like main motive? Yeah. No to- clue. To get people fired and move her way up was the only thing I could think of. She fired that random dude that, like, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, like, didn't seem really a threat. Oh, sure. Pretty goof. You know when people, like, I think this is a D&D thing, but you know when people say people are, like, chaotic neutral or, like, chaotic evil or, like, you know, where it's, like, a character's in the mix of something, but their presence is only there to cause, like, chaos, but they're not actually doing anything for, like, evil motives. They're just out for themselves or whatever, and it just happens to cause this, like, onslaught. So it's, like, I feel like that's what she was. She's, like, trying to find a way to steal money, didn't know how, so in the meantime was going to get, like, 
was going to th- basically throw all the paperwork in the air and kind of mess well, everything up. I think she was trying up. to file something to blackmail someone with. You know what I mean? Because she was snooping on all the computers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I really enjoyed her. She she shows up in a red leather jacket just here to ruin yeah. lives. <laughs> also, why would she like get in the mix with... um? with the leather seller like mm-hmm. what was the point of including him in the in the uh black that guy that guy and that guy. how this woman ended up in cabot cove is surprising that guy i didn't even know what to make of him he's bad i guess but he's you know drinking out of a flask like he just <laughs> he's such a random side story yeah and the rings the ring like a sales rep who's like <laughs> selling leather in like a small town in maine and he's like i gotta get, get norcom. Like this i gotta get that norcom doc file yeah. I mean, like, oh we calling it a doc file well, yeah. yeah there was one point where he was wearing sunglasses or whatever and he looked like <laughs> dr robotnik from sonic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he had this like intense goatee and then these like purple fluorescent sunglasses oh god uh, he was so well then you're like why is she getting involved in, but then you're like all these other people kind of seem awful too and then when uh-huh. they find out about it and she's like she got i can't remember what she got kicked out it wasn't she at, at harvard and she got kicked out for like plagiarism or something and then and like, there was just a series of infractions but the one of them was <laughs> computer hacking and i thought that's actually kind of a valuable skill oh my god i was dying at when she finally hacks into the computer and the password is golf yeah (laughs) i know she like rolls her eyes she's like okay (laughs) that password finder it was i don't know i mean i just really enjoyed her (laughs) i liked when like jessica had sort of like cottoned on to that this girl was bad i mean this is the thing it's like jessica had and hannah the cafe owner didn't like her because they're like this girl's bad news it's like yeah no kidding she doesn't even seem like she's really hiding that she's bad news she's like, no. oh i right. love that part when she's like people there can sure be unreasonable <laughs> i know like also her going through everybody's computers at that office to try to break into them to see if she can find stuff it's like that is so funny. Like, what's she going to find at a shoe factory in, like, a small town in Maine? Like, h- how much money could there possibly be? But then it turns out millions. Because mm-hmm. Meg's been siphoning. She was hoping to siphon $5 million off mm-hmm. the company. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. <laughs> that is insane. It's their turnover. How much could their turnover even be a year? But then there was quite a big factory, I suppose. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I mean, you're right. I, yeah, that's, it's hard to tell. But I mean, look, I was here for it. I was here for her being, oh, and when she's like, I just hate to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, she was good. She was a really good red herring too. Yeah. yeah, so good. And then she ends up being the mm-hmm. hero at the end. I know. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, I. I was, yeah, I, I'm all about Wendy. I was going to say, I figured out who she reminded me of because I kept telling Megan when we were watching it, I was like, she reminds me of an actress. And I looked at her IMDb credits and she didn't do much after Murder, She Wrote. 
Um, but it's Diane Farr. Do you know that oh, actress? Yeah, it's from Jazz. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the vibe. That's who she was reminding me of. And I thought, oh, I didn't know Diane Farr was in a murder show. And she might as well, may have well been. I haven't looked, but like it just, she just reminded me of her. Wait, is Diane Farr in Jag? Isn't she the main lady in Jag? Or wait, no, or isn't that Cat- Catherine Bell? Oh, yeah. But Diane Farr is in something. Is she in the Pretender? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's not in the Pretender, Megan. She's oh, in like Roswell. Ashley, wasn't she a guest like host on Loveline or something for a long time? Yeah, right? I think so. She was, but I feel like she was in a... Okay, she was on Rescue Me, which I didn't want. Maybe it's Roswell. She wasn't a procedural, though. I'm sure she was. Numbers? Numbers. She was in numbers for a while. Yeah. Well, if it's not Jag or The Pretender, I'm not interested. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Private practice, secret life of an American teenager. Yeah. Stuff like that. Anyway, um, that's the vibe. I also really enjoyed um, Fred when he was in the jail there were a couple moments I really enjoyed when Andy gives him what looks to be a delicious hamburger (laughs) Fred says this is cheddar I told you Swiss and he slams it on the ground and you're like dude that's really good you're in jail this isn't He was a he was a rich kid's son a rich man's son what his wife calls him so he wasn't used to working Andy that he'd always resented him since grade school because he was wealthier and better looking (laughs) I was like is he better looking I don't know he's not bad looking no he's now a recurring character on NCIS Los Angeles which I was really I went through a dark NCIS LA (laughs) period like five a day for a year maybe not that many but it was a lot and uh, yeah, he's on there, which I was excited to see. <laughs> uh, I did feel like in the factory, there was a lot of men putting their hands on women's shoulders and elbows, which I was like, I hate this. Yeah. Mm. Just a lot of like, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. especially by Craig. Like that little weasel. Craig was yeah. terrible, but I was also George just my Jonathan radar went like off the chart. <laughs> Bananas. But this is the trouble with George is like, if we're meant to think he's like a nice guy, he's so like, there was this sort of like inner rage or something there that I just didn't <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I hope Wendy takes it for everything he's. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I was actively rooting against George. <laughs> George was pretty insufferable. Pat yeah. should have been together, and then Andy could have been with Wendy. Is sure. she a sociopath? Maybe, but like, whatever. Well, yeah, I feel like a cop and Wendy is probably not a good <laughs> idea. She's like a cop something. But it's like, but Wendy could be his Irene Adler, you know, where what I mean, like both adversary and love interest. Like, okay. is is he ever gonna track her down is he ever gonna like nail her for something you know that kind of thing i mean i've just watched there's morses where this is the case i just watched erebus where this was a thing where he like falls in love with the girl that ends up being bad and it's like it's classic stuff 
Andy can have that too, but instead he's, you know, Ian Patty talking about the nursery and they're going to have, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm being really mean about her. I was a big fan. Megan, did you notice that outside of the house was a sign for Eve Simpson Realty? No, that's amazing. No. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. So she sold him the house. <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. Oh, I love <laughs> are, what are the Easter eggs? Yeah. 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 I like that. Why wasn't that in the fun facts? Right. That should have been. Or down east instead of down east. Down east. Like, regardless of what every character is saying, the show, the shoe place is down east. Do you think that they told them they're like it's called Downies, and then they went to air the show, and they were like, "Uh oh, we have a copyright infringement issue. There is a shoe company called Downies in Maine. We gotta call it Downies." <laughs> oh my god! The other part that made me laugh. Sorry, I'm just going. <laughs> is when Fred gets killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally one second later, Andy is there. And then later, Andy says, oh, if only I was a little closer behind, I might have seen what happened. It was like, you were literally (laughs) right. It's like, Andy, move your buns. Like, come on, buddy. Like, he just stood over the body. Like, where could Meg have been? Also, he was like, oh, I heard Fred scream. I was like, I was sure he did not scream. And then it it did in the flashback. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I've already seen this twice in the last two days. Well, cue it up again. <laughs> yeah. Third time. One more time. time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about something before we get into the bees really quick. So at the end, it turns out that the wife, when she was meant to be on the call with the sales thing, had actually been leaving him a voicemail playing music so the voicemail wouldn't hang up the phone. But that meant that she left him a 45 minute (laughs) long voicemail. And this is in the 90s. So like, how are they getting rid of that? Like, (laughs) I was like, that is so funny. (laughs) Such a long voicemail. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's (laughs) <laughs> that's rough oh and the other scene I really liked was when the whole back and forth about whether the pot pie was low calorie and then the um oh like god Seth, yes and the pie yeah and Seth said at least she hasn't fiddled with the apple pie and then Jessica's like actually <laughs> yeah that's what I meant you said you said pot pie but he didn't he ask for a second slab of apple pie yes yes but, yeah because yes. yeah I think low fat. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I guess that was all the rage at the time. Low fat, low cow. Mm, it was, yeah. It's a big, big deal. <laughs> That's the second time he's been, like in season two, I think he's always watching his weight or he's like running around in like a full sweatsuit. <laughs> oh, yeah, which like a gray sweatsuit. There's a gray sweatsuit, like a matching like crew neck sweatshirt and then your matching pants. Uh, Susanna and loves a, that. And then a towel, one of those towels like tucked yeah. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was running around and he, his, uh, William Wyndon, Wyndham had lost weight in between the seasons. So they referenced it by saying like, um, I don't know, he's on some weight loss program, eating grapefruit or something. 
Was that from a body to die for? Maybe because they're all doing exercise. So one. maybe no, no, it was just him. It wasn't. Oh, it was a town father. It was that one. I'm sure that's the one where he's like walking around in workout clothes. They're all like they're both walking. Yeah, with the mayor, walks. with the woman coming, with the mayor and the yeah. Okay. What was that so. lady's name? Anne Marie or something? The yeah. Sorry, Glennis. Should we go through the beats? Yes, we should. Okay, here we go. Thunder weather. No. Secret doors, closet hiding, corpse hiding behind the door. Is what yeah. There's a little peekaboo. I'm not going to lie. It made me laugh out loud when they opened that door and that body just fell flat face down onto the ground. I was like, this is the most undignified thing. That was really, really rough. <laughs> um, poisoning, bludgeoning. Leverett was strangled and Fred was uh, bludgeoned. Phone wire cut. Uh, no, she's shaking. No window peep. So it's not a window peep, but I said George behind that plant peeping on Wendy and Craig. Yeah. George, classic George being a peep. Window <laughs> peep. <laughs> uh, fake name ID. It's uh, Wendy Arnold. Is Wendy Arnett? So yeah. it's a real troublemaker. Oh, she is. She's a real scamp. <laughs> She's worked her way into Megan's heart, though. I loved her. And when she's really sassy with Andy trying to ask her questions, she's like, I don't think you're a cop anymore. I don't have to answer anything. (laughs) What a scamp. Also, the fact that she was going around causing all this trouble that didn't even benefit her. It just made other people's lives worse. And it's like, she's just like, yeah, this is how I operate. Um, the fuzz cop quirk and cop chemistry, it all doesn't really apply here because it's more businessy business shoe companies. Mm-hmm. And leather. Leather's expensive. The glue yeah. is expensive. There's lots of goofs at the company. So many goofs. <laughs> so many goofs. Um, okay. AJ, nothing but a number. Now, I will preface this by saying I did couldn't, some of the actors weren't in a lot. And so they didn't have ages listed. So mm. like Wendy, uh, Hannah, the cafe owner and Patty, no ages listed. So I, I don't know, which is a shame about Patty. But um, the ones I do know, Seth Hazlitt, 73. Uh, George Parkins, 33. George, yes. come on. <laughs> George, you're too old. <laughs> Craig Haber, 32. Mort Metzger, 60. Isaac Meadham, 57. Meg Berrigan, 37. And Andy Broom and Fred Berrigan were the same age. They were 40 years young. So, okay. <sighs> no, not okay. No, you're right. I mean, it's still too old for the kind of shenanigans, but I agree. Megan, it's been 22 years since high school. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Remember I'm in good. high school that we didn't like each other? It's like, also, <laughs> if Andy's going to set you up for murder, I don't think he's going to wait two decades to do it. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like that's a bit silly. Okay. Uh, the Jonathan scale, George. Uh, yeah. I mean, can yeah. I? I think he might be a, a five or he's like at a least full a- Jonathan. <laughs> he's not as um like jonathan as holier than thou as a jonathan but he's like a 4.7 yeah he's so annoying yeah but patty's a jonathan too (laughs) i mean not really she's not i just don't like patty i I want to just start a new character 
because I don't think they're exactly the same as Jonathan's is like a Susan right they're just like after Susan from from um, a killing in Vegas. Vegas yeah Eddie no <laughs> yeah that was honestly that was pitch perfect <laughs> thank you Jessica they said Eddie is in jail <laughs> no. honestly mm-hmm Go to no. your classes, Eddie. Lots <laughs> <laughs> well, of money under the TV, Eddie. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Oh, will you? No. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Why was the money under the TV? In the... No, oh, it was in God. the ottoman. The ottoman. He was in the ottoman. Just a yeah, casual sorry, stuff. Sorry. Yeah, Megan. <laughs> I mean, George had just was not like, it's almost like not a character. He just, he wasn't even like, they were like, I think they were like, oh, he's the nice guy. It was like, he might've had a little sense of humor or something to him. It was just like, oh, mom, stop giving me a hard time. Like about the fact that I'm dating this girl that's like way out of my league. Was he dating her? Because it seemed like she was dating Craig. So I think he thought they were dating. Okay, but they, they I don't think they were. No. And that was part of his problem. Also, he shouldn't be snooping on her. That's like messed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Petite feet. No. Smooches. Andy and Patty kiss a couple of times, which it felt very chaste. So it's fine. Uh, familial ties. No. Eyes closed. Head shake. No. Okay. Fave outfit. Worst outfit. Ashley. I don't. I, got, I didn't. I didn't. I thought you liked her red jacket. Maybe I was wrong. Oh, I did. I did like that jacket. I did like that jacket. Oh, sorry. Woo. Uh, sweaty. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my fave outfit. I don't have a worst outfit, but I didn't really like Fred's hair. Oh, I do have a worst outfit. Craig's rings. Yeah. <laughs> Craig's <laughs> rings are my worst <sighs> outfit. And they mismatched. I don't like when they mismatch. Like, I don't care if you wear rings on two fingers. That's not my issue. It's when they mismatch and one eclipses the other in some mm-hmm. weird way. And it's, I just, I, got I it. felt like they just pulled them out of a shoebox and like threw them on the character. And we're like, we're tied to this for continuity. <laughs> also that big old one where it was like the big round dark stone. Yeah, it was like falling over. Guys, I watched this twice and I didn't even really like clock his, his rings it was all i could see yeah i think the thing was i kept expecting like magic to come out of that ring because it looked <laughs> like one of those types of things but it, yeah exactly yeah yeah like a schwartz ring from like um space balls space balls yeah. yes yes exactly like that okay glennis fave outfit worst outfit um i really liked wendy's red turtleneck dress mm-hmm. Okay. and she had the like waist chain i mean i would <laughs> i'd never wear it that maybe not yet yeah not yet. yeah but i thought i mean she was a total babe uh and then worst outfit yeah the what was the man with the goatees named craig craig mm-hmm. yeah just everything about him well no his suits were good but it just were they well they weren't horrible but okay. like the sunglasses, the rings. Yeah. It was a lot. Accessories. Also, uh, honorable mention to the hat. Oh, yeah. Love or hate? I don't know. We're just not sure. I, I get it. <laughs> Megan, what about you? 
love anything that Wendy wore, hate anything that Patty wore. And Fred Berrigan hat work, also loved. I'm And his sweater, you know what? And I wrote, I thought Andy looked really good. He was wearing a brown sweater at one point that I thought he looked really cute in. But oh, I'm, I mean, they just could have, it really, sometimes when they focus on one character, they do them a disservice because yeah. they're so great in like all the other episodes. And then you like flush them out and you're like, oh, I don't like this like more three-dimensional character. I'm good. There's one where more, you, like he runs into an ex-girlfriend who left him for this guy that's running a circus in town. And then you're kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really need this backstory. I don't know. But you're so glad when Wayne shows up to provide that context for more Wayne, his brother. Oh my God. I mean, I love Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> He's so hunky. Wayne is a hunk. Yeah. He is, that is a good episode though. Yeah, it is. And um, there's lots of beats that would be covered. And I say. really want to do the ballet one with... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. The really hot guy. Adrian Paul. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Hunk extraordinaire. I mean, off the charts. <laughs> Unruly kid brother Wayne. No. <laughs> no, you don't want to spoiler it. No, don't spoil it. And honestly, don't. don't, spoil don't. It, the one with Adrian Paul is called The Dance Macabre. Well, I got a quick look, and he does look like a babe. Who, Wayne or, or Adrian Paul? Yeah. Oh, Adrian Paul. We talk about this movie way more than we probably should. The movie. What movie again? With him and Bokeen Woodbine. The Breed. The, the Breed. breed. Oh my God. Megan talks about Bokeen Woodbine <laughs> once a week. She cannot. Now, I'm not saying there. he doesn't, he doesn't deserve it. I just, <laughs> it, it is unexpected to me her love her <laughs> deep love for him no, I, I, just, love I don't him, think I realized it and no but the movie The Breed is like I think only Suzanne and I have seen it <laughs> on the sci-fi channel yes, all the and time I be like oh, god it looks very matrixy it's actually pretty good I wonder what its IMDb score is but anyhow sorry we'll move on to the rest of the beats sorry uh 4.7 out of 10 I'm on record as saying I think Adrian Paul's the hottest thing to come out of the 90s. Yeah, let me see. I, uh, Hold on, let me confirm. We continue. I'll I watched a lot of Highlander. I'm an expert. Oh, on yeah. This sort of oh, thing. you know, my dad had a big crush on him. That's why he loved Highlander. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, who is it? Because he plays a goofy guy in another movie. I can't remember what. Hold on. He, talk amongst yourselves and I'll well he he's the only man I think that can successfully pull off that length of ponytail yes agreed agree I'm now trying to figure out where to watch the movie the breed and not whatever (laughs) movie they're telling me to watch I'm I'll find love potion number nine Oh my god, oh. he's in Love Potion number he's nine. In it. That's so yeah, weird. he is in it. And so I used to watch that all the time. My dad's like, what's Highlander doing in this? Because he loves yeah. Highlander. Oh yeah. yeah. Who didn't? Oh. It was amazing. I never um, watched it. It's really hmm, is it good? Maybe not. But it's, I think it's it is. really 
enjoyable and he's a hunk and it's like every episode has him in the end fighting with a big sword and you're like great i'm in i'm enjoying this because they have to cut each other's heads off to like absorb their power yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know how it is that was the nerdiest sentence before we get back to the i want to be clear what movie i'm talking about it's the movie the breed from 2001 not whatever other one they're talking about on netflix Oh, you don't want people yelling at you. I don't want to it to be confused. Uh, and yeah, brace yourself for the dance macabre because it's uh, Adrian Paul in a ballet outfit for like a full hour. It's like this is great. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Oh my god, yes, that is a great one. Yeah, sorry, I was like I couldn't picture it at first. I think he's only in. Well, I think that's right. Um, yeah, it's only when he's in. My save outfit, worst outfit. You know, it's the 90s. It's rough. Uh, my fave outfit, I like Jessica's big blue sweater. I thought that looked nice with her gingham, sort of maybe mm-hmm. like a light, like seafoam green top. Um, and then uh, worst outfit was Meg had a real barf brown pattern top that she wore for a long period of time. And I was like, I hate that. Uh, biggest hunk, Megan. Biggest hunk? Oh, Wendy. Durr. Good is for you, Wendy. Durr. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley. Uh, that floppy disk that said found passwords. Mm-hmm. That was. <laughs> I mean, how how that floppy disk worked, we'll never know. We're not computer well, hackers. Well, I'm like surely you would have something with all the private passwords on it labeled password searcher. So I think what it was, was a descrambler. So I think she put it in to descramble the pat, like to override oh, I, the password. I get that, but it, that also feels like a, a waste. She shouldn't have labeled it so specific. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like the Hong Kong file. Why are right. we labeling the floppy right. disk? So right. yeah. Um, I, my big suck, Wendy. Hands yeah. down. It's okay. like not even a question. Uh, who hasn't gone now? Glennis, have you gone first? JB Burns? I don't think I had any. I didn't have any either. Ashley, no. Glennis, no. Megan? Oh, sorry. Let me just check, check, check. I mean, I did. It wasn't a verbal burn, but um, when she's basically schooling Wendy and she kind of has a look like cut the crap Wendy (laughs) and Wendy immediately starts starts spilling the beans I think with Jessica she sees a fellow smart person so she's like we're gonna outwit all these dum-dums that live in Cabot Cove and guess what they do so (laughs) I could have gone for an episode like a full follow-up episode where she and Wendy team up to like people down yeah 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 yeah. the new apprentice Oh, and I liked when it's not a burn, but when Jessica tricks her and says, Oh, do you know my friend Teddy in Exeter? And then she's like, Teddy is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and Seth's like, Oh my gosh, she got it wrong. <laughs> oh, I just had two burns. Um, Seth says about the new, the change of food at the cafe, not that they died of boredom from her food. So that would be bad I guess (laughs) he's saying that it's too boring and then Hannah says at one point it would it might be nice if you people knew when to shut up (laughs) (laughs) 
I liked it. <laughs> that was good. Um, okay, fave guest star. Ashley, what do you think? I guess I would do Colleen Coffee, who plays Wendy. I can see Megan, like, her eyes burning into my head. I can't see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I also like um, Vito Ruginus, who plays Fred. I think he yeah. plays a good villain. I love a good villain. So. Or yeah. bully or whatever he is. Yeah. He's kind of funny. He's very sort of silly villain. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned this, but then at the end, Andy's like, oh, well, maybe he thought we were just trying to con him because those repairs didn't show up. And I was like, so you're maybe the bad guy. <laughs> That's what, I mean, Andy, he just came across like such a dummy. And then when he's crying because he got suspended and I'm like, Andy, like, then he's still going around interviewing so people. Noodly. Yeah. No, I was like, this guy has worked in Cabot Cove for a million years. Why the heck is he not just going straight to Jessica and being like, I need your help. Let's sort this out together. We know she likes to solve a crime and she likes to have an excuse to get involved. So it just felt like why he wouldn't enlist her help more felt. I don't know. Yeah. Um, fave guest star, Glennis. Wendy. Megan. Wendy. But I also agree with Ashley that I really liked um, the actor that played Fred Bergen. Yeah, me too. I, I'll back that up as well. All right. Glynis's guest. Glynis, do you remember who you guessed? The wife. You got it right. I Yay! got it right. I got it right. I did it. <laughs> did you, was that a random guess or did you really think it was the wife? Um, I thought it was the wife. Mm, she seemed unhappy and angry with uh her husband and um just yeah it seemed like the most likely likely person cool well done glennis all right <laughs> now i made a mistake last time we're gonna do glennis first for fave moment overall ranking so evidence of malice what do we think glennis put evidence of malice i think she liked it more than murder takes the bus i do too i do too i'm gonna say six i'm gonna agree but i've got go pretty bad no, no ashley knows to hedge your bets five <laughs> this is but this is like 10 <laughs> tens across the board best episode ever <laughs> What do we think, Glennis? I loved it. You know, 20 out of 10. No, I I gave it a six. Yay! That's a Glennis 10. It's so small, but... No, no. no, You you did like it, then, this one. Yeah. It was silly. (laughs) It was silly. uh, (laughs) What was your favorite moment? I I like the stuff with, with Wendy, and I like when they catch uh, the bad lady at the end. And the hat, the hat. That hat, as soon as he plopped it on his head when he's getting arrested, I was like, right at the beginning, 30 seconds into the episode, I was like, we've just seen the star of this episode. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Megan, what about you? Favorite, okay, I'm gonna give this an eight. I actually really like this episode. It's hard because I, I want to be nicer about the 90s episode. So I was almost torn about a nine because I found it really entertaining. And I really, really, as we know, loved Wendy. 
there's nothing Leverett Boggs getting killed is sad because it seems he was a completely innocent victim you know what I'm gonna give it a nine I I favorite moment I mean obviously any part with Wendy but when Wendy schools the wife at the end it's so good and she says Mrs. Berrigan if you'll forgive me and then just launches into why you know she knows that the wife is full of s is, <laughs> I thought so good. Um, so, okay, go. Ashley. I think the button, the button makes me laugh because I like like when she was tricking um her with the button, finding like the piece of clothing. That yeah. was my favorite moment. Um, and then overall ranking, I'd say a seven. Okay. Yeah, but I like the wardrobe trickery. I'm sorry, Megan. It's fine. I just love a good like button earring thing, like with Moffat you know other but like I like that little one little thing there's a but and then but this was like a trap Moffat makes me too sad I'm sorry I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring her up I didn't mean to bring her up yeah she's a tragic character from the murder she wrote of hers <laughs> I can't think about her too much um I'll give you know I really do like this episode a lot and actually it's, it's pretty fun to watch. And yeah, Wendy's a great character. I, I'll probably give this an eight. And my favorite um, my favorite moment is definitely the end when Wendy's nailing the wife. Because oh. there is something about that's so satisfying to watch her do it. And it's like, and just the fact that she's been such an a-hole this whole time <laughs> that she's going to be the one to kind of swoop in and help Jessica kind of get oh, it all sorted i just love a like a team up you know yeah because um, that's what we thought was gonna happen i think what people would have liked to have happened in the one with the prosecute the federal prosecutor it's so mm. weird to say that. i was just gonna yeah. say that yeah. i was like yeah. i think we wanted that for annette but annette was never as lighthearted and fun as wendy <laughs> Like, Wendy's just causing havoc, and she's just enjoying every second of it. She's like... Yeah, no personal motive. Oh, like, she gets that guy fired, yeah. and then there's no follow-up <laughs> on that. Like, he's just fired. Like, that is... And he's like, I feel like I'm being gaslit. You're like, you 100% are. He's fired, and then he has to get a job in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how far that is away from... Cabot Cove after 35 years. Two hours. Two yeah. hours, right. I think it's always two hours or it's 45 minutes. It's one of those gauges of time. I can't yeah. remember what. I thought I was, I'd assumed it was 45 minutes, but it's still, it's like he's lived there for 35 years right. working there. That was, I guess you're meant to assume that whoever takes over the company, I mean, there's nobody left. All the senior management's been either murdered yeah. or imprisoned. Uh, maybe George will take over and run it. You know what made me laugh? Actually, it was when Jessica figured out that it was Wendy that had been like poking around the offices because of the fiber from her scarf. You're like, yeah, that that but ugly scarf was a dead giveaway. (laughs) It's too (laughs) unique. I love it. Uh, But yes, anyways, well, that's it for Evidence of Malice. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. And we hope you listen again next week. Bye. Bye.
cut out your last name. Don't worry. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> well, why did you say her social security number? <laughs> yeah. What was that about? <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs>